Hey, Chosen Girl fam. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. And welcome to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We are two best friends passionate about having real conversations about where real life meets the gospel. Meet us here every Tuesday as we go to God's Word about different topics we all face. No matter if you're in the car or doing laundry around the house, we hope that you feel like you're sitting right across the table from us enjoying your Chick-fil-A sweet tea. Yes, girl. We would so love if y'all would take the time to rate and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget about our free resources on our Instagram and at thechosengirl.com. Let's get this party started. Let's get it. Let's go, girl. Let's go, chosen girls. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Chosen Girl. Tell me about podcast. Um, we have not introduced ourselves in a while. Uh, yeah. I'm Sarah. I'm Liz. We are two best friends here to spread the gospel that God has more for you. Yeah, I guess it's in our intro, but yeah, it's so much more personal to say it again. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who we are, if this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We're yes. so happy to have you. If you're a Chosen Girl vet, hello and welcome. We love you. We love all of y'all. Um, yeah, we just uh, had a time. We have we met at, what, 530 this, yeah. this evening to it record, and it's like almost 9 p.m. Yep. Because the devil wanted to have his way with our microphones. Trying. But uh, not today, Satan. Not today. He knew that we were going to be talking about the Holy Spirit today. Mm-hmm. Show did. It makes me upset. <laughs> yeah, but he, you know what? He, he can get, he can just move on. Like Hit the road, Jack. I can't. Yes, absolutely. But yeah, guys, we just kind of wanted to take it back to the basics of the Holy Spirit and what mm-hmm. that means in our lives. Uh, kind of a little history lesson over the Holy Spirit. But um, two friends in my life don't refer to the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit. They just call him Holy Spirit because it's part of yeah, who God is. I was thinking the same thing today about how we don't address like Holy Spirit as a person. Like I wouldn't say yeah. the Sarah. The or, Jesus. Right. The yeah. Jesus. But <laughs> the Jesus. <laughs> but also one of the things that I didn't I don't think I really realized and I'm like I knew and from references in different scriptures until today, like that there's so many I wouldn't necessarily say like Nicknames, but almost like an alias, like other names that yes. the Holy Spirit is referenced as throughout the throughout the Bible. Yeah. Well, and I know like me growing up, like my, like part of my family has like Baptist background, part of my family has like Pentecostal background. Mm-hmm. And so it was always referred to as the Holy Ghost when I was a kid. Same. Was it for you? We have not talked about this pre-podcast. No, we didn't. But I remember being terrified, like, what are you talking about? So like, guys... If you're new to Christianity, or if you're old to Christianity, or if you're, like, just hopping in, or you don't know about your faith, like, please do not fear. Like, (laughs) no need for none of that. We ain't gonna get crazy here. We are just getting real with what the Bible says, per usual. Um, Do we have any, like, Chosen Girl updates? We're about to come out with Evergreen Collection. Y'all. Just, like, life and COVID and all the things has just, like, messed with everything. We all know. We're in the thick yes. of it still. Um, but we're so excited that this collection is finally here. Yes. It's been, I wouldn't even call it, like, a labor. It's been so much fun to 
to curate over the last year. Yes. From like our Be Kind shirt and our mountain tea and like, or I guess the mountain yes. tea is the one coming out, but the old, the desert tea that we had in this last one, don't worry, trust God. So yeah. going from that into this new evergreen collection, just talking about why the God that we serve is the same in the valley as he is on the mountaintop. And so yes, you guys girl. just stay tuned. We'll take some time and we'll, we'll come up with a whole episode where we talk about that more in depth, but I am over the moon excited. Yes, absolutely. And if you're wondering what we're talking about, Evergreen Collection, we decided at the beginning of the year we needed to focus on like how, like Liz said, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we have something steadfast Mm -hmm. to hold on to and to have faith in in a very non-steadfast world. Yep. And so we started out the year with our spring and summer collection of Eden. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're ending with our collection evergreen so it's full circle y'all stay tuned we had to postpone our sweet friend annie coming on the podcast but she'll Mm. be coming on the next couple weeks yes and yeah we've got some other great stuff lined up for this season but um it is such a gift to have something that is so steadfast especially when the world isn't but also when i'm not like yeah, I wrote in my prayer journal this morning that newsflash I haven't written in in a couple weeks, so y'all don't be thinking that I'm all holy over here, because um, she ain't. But um, I was like, God, thank you for being so faithful when I am not. Yes, oh like my thank gosh. you so much. Like I am a brat. <laughs> you hear me out when I say this. I'm hearing, girl. What if every single day, okay, with a grain of salt? Like, what if we put truly put as much trust in God every day as we do in our car. Now this applies when your, when your car is running and it's acting right and doing all the things. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's so crazy that I put full trust that my car will beep at me if I, if I'm coming up too close on someone while I'm driving. Oh girl, I need that feature in my car. Girl, it's honestly the best or that the cruise control will will work. Yeah. Or that my seatbelt will, will work. My yes. airbags will work. I have full faith that all those things will actually happen. Yeah. But there are so many times when I don't put that same faith and trust in God. Yeah, you're right. And I'm like, why? Because, you know, I know that there's times, definitely times in my life where I look back or not when I look back, but more of like when I'm in the middle of something rather mm-hmm. um, that I'm like, God, I wouldn't have done it this way. Like, this is really hard. Yeah. Like me trying to play God. But then I, I sometimes am able to look back and I'm like, God, I see what you did. Yeah. And I know that sometimes I won't always be able to look back and see why here mm-hmm. on this earth, but one day we will be. And that makes me extremely joyful. Same. Um, but today... Can we talk about Holy Spirit, guys? Yeah. So what a gift. It's, I feel like it's one of those things that you're right. We don't talk about, you know, Holy Spirit. Like we talk about almost at very abstract. But also, as you all know, as you read and get into the word of God, that nothing contradicts itself. Yeah. And that there, everything can be referenced back to another point. Yes. In the Holy Spirit, there's no, this, it's no exception. Yes. Even from the very beginning. Well, and you know, I know that a lot of people argue the validity of of the Bible with it being, you know, written by men who were inspired by God. And that, you know, there's a lot of controversy around, well, this was derived from Greek and this language and that language, and it's been passed down and translated. And I'm like, 
the Bible is the most studied historical text. Yep. It documents the scrolls and the language within the Bible are the most studied text of all time. Yeah. And we just have to trust, like, you know, use whatever translation that you believe is the one for you. But, you know, this is a funny argument, but we trust our history books. Yeah. Those are written by men. Yeah. And sometimes things do get twisted in history, but when God is in something, Mm -hmm. like y'all... Do y'all think that God would let his word get twisted in the actual text? He made the entire world. You I know I'm taking a hot take. A by br- yes. By bringing this up, like, don't come at us, please, y'all. I ain't yeah. a theologian. But I'm like, y'all, we put God in a box. Like, do you not think that mm-hmm. God is so much bigger? And then, too, like, if you're worried about a translation, like, there are so many resources to look up mm-hmm. the original Greek of some words. You'll hear us reference that actually today. Right. So... You know, if you're worried, do the research. Right. You know, I think it's mm-hmm. okay to be to be concerned. One hundred, absolutely. And that's and that's one of the things that we've been commanded to do. You shouldn't just take your pastor's word at just just because he said it. Not saying that you shouldn't go. You should go around questioning your pastor about everything. But yes, it's okay to fact check them too. Yes, they're human just like we are. And that's the importance of the Holy Spirit as well. Yes, and. I, I'm totally catching you off guard with this. Okay. But how about we start off by talking about what the Holy Spirit has meant in our lives? Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry that I'm just, like, flinging no, this on no, you. No, no, no. I don't feel bad about it at all. Cool. No. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's like, how do you... I'm like, how do you sum up the Holy Spirit over the course of the last 27 years? Right. It's... That's so hard. I'm glad that you asked this question because I think we've all been through such unique experiences yeah. in our lives and the way that it shows up is so different. Like yes. I, th- I think the first, I didn't know it then, but I recognize it now. Um, just the joy of the Holy Spirit dwelling when I was in middle school. Okay. Tell me about it. And ah. I was just so Lord. excited to learn about the word of God. In wow. FCA every Thursday morning, Please. I would wake up so excited and just like so looking forward to just looking to cling on to something. So because when, and we'll talk about this later, it's just like it was learning, drawing nearer to the truth of God. Yeah. And the Holy Spirit is referenced as the spirit of truth. Yes. And so I would not have said that then, but now looking back on it, it was just that that longing. It was that closeness that met that met me where I was yeah. at every week. Amen, girl. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's like such a a long like sought after sought after long thought like a way, but yeah, I think in more reference in more reference. Excuse me, I can't speak today. Recent days, um, of course, I can't not speak about just going through the grief with my dad passing last year. Yeah, and how I was. Um, and if you guys have listened to this episode, then you already know what I'm going to say. But there was just a night when I was at home and mm-hmm. I'd been going through it. And there's so many things were just going on in my life. And I was just so stressed and angry and heartbroken and confused. And I just broke down and just like wept. And if anyone who knows me knows me knows that I'm not a big crier. Yeah. Hardly ever. And 
it was one of those moments where it wasn't intentional. It wasn't that I necessarily went in into that moment looking to pray, but it was one of those, I was sitting on my couch, probably scrolling on TikTok or doing something. And the Lord was like, you need to get up and pray. And I began to pray and call out all, all of my fears, but also all of my loved ones by name and praying over them. And it's just like in that moment, the, just the truth of God just was so overwhelming in so such a restful place. Wow. That it's like I just gave all of it up to God. Mm, Liz. And that was I'll never forget that moment where it was just like, Thank you, thank you, God. Like Holy Spirit just met me right where I was in the yeah. way that I needed to be met. And I'm so thankful for the for the prayers that were prayed in that moment that later revealed some things that I wouldn't even know about in that moment. Yeah. It was just like, it's like one of those moments when you're like, Oh, I need to call that person. It was kind of one of those, you need to pray for this person. Yes. And then come to find out three months later. It was just, it was one of those experiences that I'll just never forget. Wow. Liz, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, girl. So So tell me about a time when the Holy Spirit met you. It's shown that he's dwelling in you. I think the first time that I remember feeling anything that that I would I wouldn't have known at the time, but now I look back knowing now. Um, of course, I remember being a little girl, and you know, girl, being a preacher's kid, you hear mm-hmm. about all this in church. But I do remember distinctly being eight years old, which is so young. But eight year olds know so much more. Yeah, than we give. Eight-year-olds credit for it. Oh, for sure. Um, and there's nothing like being a, being a kid and being respected when you tell an adult something. And there's mm-hmm. nothing like being a kid and feeling disrespected or dumb when you tell them something. So yep. if there's any parents or aunts or, you know, you know, older friends out there that have the opportunity to feed into the little kids, like, I think it's such a cool thing. Like, I remember going to to my dad and saying... I feel like I'm supposed to ask Jesus into my heart, which mm-hmm. was, of course, the language that, that I used as an eight-year-old child. But I felt that conviction in my heart that I was like, I don't have God. And everyone at my church talks about how, you know, you need God. And I don't. Mm-hmm. And I know that I don't. But really, you know, if if you're listening to this and you're like, I get so discouraged Sometimes when people are like, I heard God say this, or I felt God say this, I've never audibly heard God. And some people have had that experience and that is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like that would be awesome. Right. But it's always just been this like still stirring Mm. in my heart that I know was not something that I came up with. Yes. Like it was something divine that is an urging or a conviction it's not condemning. It's not hateful. It's not like it's just almost like this warm mm-hmm. ushering mm-hmm. to do something or to, like you said, yes. to pray. Um, and I think that the first time that I feel like I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit active in my life, I was in the eighth grade. It was my first retreat I had ever been on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially TikTok makes fun of Christian culture with like, you got to make that worship chord hit just right. right. But my first experience feeling the Holy Spirit 
there was no music. Um, I had an incredible Bible teacher. Uh-huh. I went to a Christian school for several years. And um, he said, you need to encounter God without worrying about what other people think about you or who's watching or, you know, your parents aren't here. Like, no one, you're not at church. No one's going to wonder what's wrong with you. And he bought blindfolds for all of us. And we were able to pick a spot in the room. And Curly, I just remember all of a sudden, it was like when I was in the quiet and in the still, and I wasn't worried about others' opinions of me. It's like I just felt this, I mean, this peace come over me. And I knew it was God. Mm-hmm. And he, it was such a beautiful thing. He prompted us to even start like potentially praying out loud. Yeah. And he was like, "Thank, tell God what you're thankful for." And he was like, "Now tell him out loud." And that was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. But in my adult life, I mean, in really dark times of panic attacks and anxiety. And needing to know answers to huge questions in my life. It has been unbelievable how, like you said, God has met me right where I am. Mm -hmm. There have been times where I've had like pleading moments with God. Like I need an answer, God. And I had found writings that I had written, like Mm -hmm. prayers that answered my prayer. Yes. I was like, God, you're showing me what I need to do with what I wrote. Like, what yep. the heck? Want me to do it? And so, like, if, if, like I said before, if you're new to this, guys, we're talking about Jesus being Lord of your life, and we're going to mention the word Trinity here in a minute, but what that is is feeling His Spirit with you. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, you know, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is what, will live within us Yes, if Jesus is Lord of our life. And if that sounds spooky to you, like, I get it. Like, it's called the Holy Spirit. Like, it's something Mm -hmm. we can't see, but it's something that you encounter and something that you feel. And it's real and it's active. And I think that it's the thing that keeps the Holy Bible so relevant Mm -hmm. 2,000 years later. And also living and breathing like the actual word of God, you can read the word and in one moment it, it means one thing in another moment, it's answering another prayer in a different way. Um, it's what brings truth. Like you said, it's what Mm -hmm. brings peace and joy. And, um, if you are having trouble feeling that, I think that, that the Bible is very clear that God won't invite himself unless he's welcomed. Yeah. And so, Finding space in our lives to welcome that, I feel like it's so important because, guys, I can sense when I'm far away from God and I can sense when I'm close. Yes. My life looks like, I, I look like a different person and I my feel life like experience is, yes, completely different. And the Bible says, draw near to God and he's going to draw, draw near, near to you. you. So mm-hmm. um, we don't have it all together with that, but, you know. It's a journey. It, it's not. As much as we both love worship and a great girl, we can get down singing in a church service. Sure can. It's not a core progression or the mm-hmm. drums getting louder. It's not cool lights and a killer message with three points. We love church and we realize that sometimes church gets roasted and Christianity, Christian, oh my gosh, Christianity and youth pastor culture and all that mm-hmm. gets so roasted on TikTok. But we're we're here talking about like 
the real deal God himself, right. his spirit that wants to dwell within you and change you. Like I think of how much peace I have when I'm keeping in step with the spirit. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about at the, at the end of this, you know, what fruits can come out of your life when you're in step with the spirit. So we need to just have like a testimony talk one day. We do. And talk about the moments where God has so showed up because there have even been times lately that I'm like, this could not have happened. Yeah. If it, like this was not coincidence. Right. Nothing like there's no way. Everything is, yes. there's nothing that goes unbeknownst to God. Yes. And it's one of those things where, you know, if you're looking for the negative, you'll find the negative. But if you're looking for God to show up in your life, you will see it. Well, and, and I think that we're both getting to the point too. And we've talked about this before where we don't, really know all the answers with why is there suffering in the world? Right. Why do bad things happen? We we don't we don't get it and we don't have all the answers. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to. But I'm getting to the point in my life where I'm now seeing why some bad things happen to me. And mm-hmm. it's because I needed that to happen in order for me to become who I am. Right. I'm not talking about tragedy or illness i'm not talking about horrible evil things like inconveniences yes but um so please don't take Mm -hmm. me as saying that but i'm actually gosh this is like cringy for me to to admit but like i'm actually thankful that some things have happened to me yeah i'm stronger Mm -hmm. and that's because god that's not because me because i'm weak (laughs) it's like being out on on a training field yes we need it the whole the whole world for sure (laughs) So I guess you want to jump into some uh, Holy Spirit history yeah, really let's, quick. Yeah, let's jump into it. Let's talk about some Old Testament where it's mentioned, like yeah. some of the names that were that were used, where we first see the mentioning of the Holy Spirit. Let's do it. So um, God's Spirit is, is mentioned all through the Bible, old and new, mm-hmm. starting in chronological order, literally in the first chapter, second verse of the whole Bible in the book of Genesis. The Spirit of God is first mentioned. It says, The earth was without form and void, and the darkness was over the face of the deep. Oh, and darkness, not the darkness. Mm -hmm. That sounds like something on a horrible movie. And darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Mm -hmm. So the word spirit here can also translate in the Greek to wind. And it's also used kind of like... um, like there's kind of this like metaphorical, like a lot of translations will say it hovered like a bird-like figure, almost like the force of wings. Yes. Uh huh. If you creating a wind, yeah, if you will. Um, and it's really funny. I didn't write this down in my notes, but I read this in a commentary. It's funny because that's also echoed when Jesus gets baptized. It says that God's spirit um, came mm-hmm. on him or was like a dove. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yes, isn't that cool? Yes. So um, the Bible has my English major heart, like, all in feels. Like, you know when something, like, comes back and confirms something else? Yes. I'm like, whoa, that's so cool. Um, and the Bible actually does that more than any historical text with the prophecies. Very true. I forgot how many prophecies were fulfilled, but I think that that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And it also lines up with the history of that. Exactly. So, um, y'all didn't know I was going to be giving y'all a lesson today, um, but don't ask me any questions because I probably won't know the answers to them. Um, but we can look it up. 
so anyway, so several Old Testament stories speak of God's spirit falling on people suddenly and that spirit enabling them to do great things like Gideon with the Israelites, um, Samson mm-hmm. with his strength. Um, and then Joel 2, who is, that's a prophet book, Joel's a prophet, actually prophesies the day of Pentecost, mm-hmm. which is seen in Acts 2, which we'll get to in just a second. And then the breath of God, kind of symbolizing the spirit of God, is used several times to breathe life into things that were dead mm-hmm. or that were not alive. So the obvious one there, Genesis 2, Adam being created, Ezekiel 37, God breathing on dry bones and brings them to life mm-hmm. um, to fight in battle. And then John 20, um, that which is in the New Testament, the resurrected Jesus, once right. he had already been crucified and resurrected on the third day, he breathes on his disciples and they receive the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of a transition here comparing the Old Testament versus the New Testament Holy Spirit. These appear. This is from um, a source that I will give you guys because um, I know y'all going to go look it up. This is a, um, it's called BibleSociety.com. And this article says the these appearances of the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament were for special people chosen for special purposes. Mm-hmm. But the big difference between those references and the prophecy that is spoken by Joel in Joel 2 is that Joel promises a future of the outpouring of the Spirit on all flesh, mm-hmm. no matter age or gender, social status, because it says like slave or free, which is really great. Right. Um, and it's in this outpouring, which we see at the day of Pentecost, which we're going to get to in the book of Acts. So y'all stay with us. History lesson's almost over. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) in the New Testament, the covenant, like y'all know, the Bible is divided Old Testament, New Testament. In the New Testament, that's where Jesus died for us. We ain't got to do animal sacrifices anymore because Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. We don't have to, like back then y'all, people, normal people could not even legit pray. They had to go to the priest who then, in their in their temples, they literally had a little room called the Holy of Holies where right. the Spirit of God resided. Mm-hmm. And they had that special part of the temple, like, set apart and well, it was like dedicated you, to God's Spirit. I mean, the priest had to be, like, practically blameless. Like, yes, had to be pra- as, as near perfect as could be to even enter into that space. And even then they would tie a rope around Mm -hmm. their legs so that in case the power of God was too strong and they like died, they could pull them out. They could pull them out. Yeah. Which is like, y'all, this sounds crazy, but it's in the Bible. So crazier things have happened in history. Mm -hmm. Um, so now when Jesus was crucified, praise God, we're in the new Testament because I'm like, I can't, y'all, I mess up all the time. I'll be having to sacrifice little lambs all the time. But uh, <laughs> we have a perfect sacrifice yes. that has bridged the gap between us and God, has made us righteous with mm-hmm. God. And when Jesus was crucified, I cannot imagine being there. Y'all, the earth turned dark. There was a huge earthquake. Dead mm-hmm. bodies came up out of their tombs, which there are other, I'm pretty sure there are other historical documents confirming that that happened, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It sounds crazy. I know. I mean, can you imagine, like, just like, oh, okay, they had died. Now they're here. Okay. Um, and with that, um, and I could be wrong about the historical documents saying, I'm pretty sure I'm right, so y'all fact check me, but don't come at me. Um, 
with that, the veil of the Holy Holies, Holy of Holies was torn. Yes. So therefore, mm-hmm. we can have the Spirit of God residing in us, and it's such a gift because now we can pray whenever we want. Yes. Like that power resides in us. So now we can see the fruit of that power of Jesus exactly. in our own lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, mm-hmm. all the fruits of the Spirit. Um, so now we can have the fruits of the Spirit and gifts of the Spirit. Right. And Jesus even talks about the Holy Spirit before he, you know, even is crucified. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how, or no, before he ascended into heaven, excuse me, mm-hmm. because they're all bummed that he's leaving. He's like, hey, I got to go, but I'm sending something even better. better. It's sure a comforter. Does. It's a helper. Or a helper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a reminder when you can't remember. Um, like the Holy Spirit is such an advocate for us. And with that... The early church, the early priest in, in like some of the first church, um, the term Trinity was originated by them so that people could understand this Godhead three in one. Yes. We have God, Jesus, and his spirit. Mm-hmm. And so God, the Father, mm-hmm. Jesus, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are all three in one, just like steam, ice, and H two or and liquid yeah. water yeah. are all H two O exactly. So God saw that the world was broken because of sin, so mm-hmm. He sent the Son, Jesus, and so then Jesus had to return to the Father, so He sent the Holy Spirit for us. So God's got our back exactly all the time. Exactly, and you see that um, the the two. I guess there's a couple of different chapters here: um, John fourteen and John sixteen, and then at Acts one and two. We see that again. And just like Sarah mentioned, even in Acts one, you know, Jesus is standing there. He's like, Hey, I'm sending, I'm sending, I'm sending the Holy Spirit. Don't worry about it. He goes into heaven. And can you imagine being there on that day? And it's, and you're just standing there like, wait a minute, Jesus, like you just came back from the dead. What are you talking about? You about to leave. And he ascends into heaven and the, the angels come down and they're like, just the same way that he left, he'll be back again. And I'm sure they're like, you think he'll be back in three days? Like a part of me. Yeah. Like, is that next week? <laughs> like, when when is he coming? Um, but that's in Acts 1 through 8. But if you skip on over to Acts um, uh, chapter 2, 14 through, um, through 21, you see a little bit more about um, about the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> if you give me two seconds, I'm going to get down to it. So Peter addresses the crowds. They just saw all of this, all of this happen. Um, and just like how Sarah said, it's not just for for um as for just for priests it's for for men for women for old for young and um i'll go down and just like to kind of paraphrase again what was said in joel this is what peter is saying they're like this is real this the scriptures that we have studied we are seeing them come to fruition right here before mm-hmm. our eyes it says in the last days god said i will pour out my spirit on all my people your sons and daughters will, pro- will prophesy your young men will see visions your old men will dream dreams even on my servants both men and women i will pour out my spirit in those days and they will prophesy i will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below blood and fire and billows of smoke the sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before coming the great of glorious days of the lord and so we know that that it was prophesied so many years before, and here it goes. Um, but I want to jump backwards just a little bit over to John in chapter 14. If you go down to verses 15 and uh, 15 through about 21, um, 
in Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. We know that Jesus believes and he will keep his promises. Yes. Um, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be there with you. And I love this because whenever we think of an advocate, we don't always think of a stranger. We think right. of, we think about somebody who not only knows us, but has oftentimes been where we are, where yes. we have been, who can, you know, it's just like, if I'm looking for something to speak on my behalf in my best interest, I'm not going to go ask, you know, I'm not af- asking Jeff Bezos to, <laughs> to, to testify or to share on my behalf what it's like being a 27 a year old African American woman. Yeah. <laughs> Um, who is very poor. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not poor. The TikTok but, song. Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Jeff Bezos. Um, but when we think about an advocate, Jesus has been where we are. Yes. And he fully understands. He says, I'm sending you another advocate. So you have two advocates, not just Jesus, but the Holy Spirit as well. Yes. And he will be with you for forever. The spirit of truth is another name. That, um, like I mentioned earlier, that the whole, that Holy Spirit has, um, the world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. Um, because I live, you will also live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my father and I too will love them and show myself to them. Amen. So even, even right there, Jesus is sharing, like, this is a prophecy that's coming. It's not just my father, but you know, Holy Spirit is coming and will be with you and in you and the same power as we already know that raised Jesus from the dead. It's not, so abstract. And that's one of the things as I was studying that in, when you start looking at the day of Pentecost in Acts um, chapters one and two, it feels a little abstract as, at, you know, as Peter's talking about, um, you know, people will prophesy and um, the Holy spirit was poured out and they begin to speak in different languages that were not their native tongue. And, you know, you'll have dreams and all these things. But when we look at what, how Jesus himself described Holy spirit, it's like a friend, like yes. something familiar, someone who can sympathize, empathize, comfort you, who who not only has seen where you've been, but has been with you the whole time, who's walked step in yes. step with you. Um, and so if you go on over to um, John chapter 16, verses 13 through 15, <clears throat> I thought this was an, another really great passage. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. So I, I, I'm going to stop right there for just a moment because we don't always think about Holy Spirit being truth. Right. It's, you know, we do feel like the Holy Spirit guides us towards truth. But yes. being truth, just like how God is love. Um, he will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive um, what, he, what he will make known to you. Um, all that belongs to the Father is mine, and that is why I said the Holy Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. In other words, I wrote down in my notes, and I kind of felt bad at first for saying, is the Holy Spirit a mouthpiece? 
Now t- I'm gonna take y'all back. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna take you back to my band days. I okay. I used to play clarinet when I was in the band. Wait, I did not know that. Yes, child. Yes. Did you play the clarinet too? No. Okay. Yeah. Let me now side side tangent. I I only learned to read music by my third year because I could play music by ear for the first two. Um, my mom was very furious with me by the end, but it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Um, but one of the things that immediately made me think of is like with a mouthpiece, with your clarinet has typically three different parts. Um, you've got your, your mouthpiece, your main body, and then your end. Some of them do have four parts, I will say, but long story short, the mouthpiece you need, you have to have all three if you want any kind of sound. Yes. The mouthpiece is where, I mean, you, you blow the air right through it without the air, without the wind, nothing. And what have we already seen the Holy Spirit described as, as breath, as wind. It is. Yes. That's the mouthpiece. Now you have you have the part where it, with all the holes where you put your fingers over it, um, and I think about that as being as being God, as dictating left, right, up, down, right, wrong, yes. day, night. Without without that part of the body of the instrument, you don't get a differentiation in 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 pitch in sound. You can't make any music. It just makes noise. Yeah. And then lastly, Man. you have your bell at the end. Girl, you're being like. Girl, you already know, <laughs> you know I'm here with the metaphor. Yes, honey. But at the at the bell of it, the last part, that is what amplifies that sound. And I think about that as being Jesus. So good. God on earth, physical, we can hear it, amplified what has already been said for thousands of years prior. And all the prophecies, people not believing, they're like, here he is. We have been talking about this coming. We've been hearing about this great song that was to come. And we're finally able to not just hear this song, but we're able to see it. Yes. And so whenever thinking about the Holy Spirit physically guiding us, um, it's just such a gift. And so he's saying that the Holy, we, we are one in this passage in John 16, 13 through 15. Jesus is saying we are one. The Holy Spirit will communicate on, you know, only what is what we are saying. We know that God is true. The Trinity Three and one, they are truth. They are light. They yes. are love. And without the truth of, of the Holy Spirit, I mean, the thing is, to live in truth means that you're living with the Holy Spirit. But living without Holy Spirit, are you living in truth? Yes. Can you honestly say you're living in truth? Girl, that is so true. And I think one of my favorite. Um, I was I was just looking up this verse to confirm. It's it's John sixteen thirteen. It says, "But when the Spirit of Truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He mm-hmm. will not speak on His own, but He'll tell you what He has heard." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, and and I'm not sure that's in one of the Gospels. So I'm assuming I'm thinking that that's written in red, and Jesus said that it is. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, and and that's where the in the two chapters before in John 14, that's where Jesus says, but mm-hmm. the advocate, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and remind mm-hmm. you of everything that I've told you. And it's so funny, one of my surefire signs that I'm not in step with the Spirit, mm-hmm. um, because there is that verse, I think it's in Galatians, about keeping in step with the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And one of the surefire signs that I'm not is when I feel lack of direction. Yeah. And there's going to be sometimes in life, and I've experienced this, where I am in step with God, and I come to a crossroads, and I'm like, 
okay, what now, God? And I feel that those times he's just asking me to trust him a little bit more, lean a little bit deeper mm-hmm. to that trust. And um, But I'll, I'll say eight times out of ten, when I feel a lack of direction in my life, when it comes to peace, joy, mm-hmm. um, passion, purpose, yeah. um, I'm not in step with spirit. Yeah. So that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> because truth... Truth only leads to truth. So, like, if you take one step toward truth, I almost feel like truth is so, um, such a multiplier. Yes. In your life. sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and and that's what we're all seeking. Mm -hmm. Truth in something. Yes. Truth in ourselves, truth in our future, Mm -hmm. truth in who God is. And y'all, here, and here's the thing. There's been so much turmoil and and toxicity, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. in Christianity because people are involved. But here's the thing. The spirit of truth leads you to truth. So when you're reading or when you're watching certain content or listening to certain pastors, like that's why the Holy Spirit is the number one factor to always include, yeah, to always bring with you in everything in life. Even with discerning people, he's, friends, he's there. Yeah, he's the one that helps you make those decisions. We yes. give. Sometimes we think of him about a little cricket named Jiminy. Oh yes, <laughs> it's conscience, but it's the Holy Spirit. It's the truth. Yes, and sometimes it's like I don't know why I feel this way, but I just have this feeling. And never, when I've trusted that feeling, have I ever been led astray. Same. With never. people, with decisions, right? And I'm kind of like God. This doesn't seem right to my flesh but or it doesn't seem right to my spirit but it feels right to my flesh so right. I'm gonna have to go with my spirit right and and there is that verse in Proverbs that says there's a way that seems right to a man yeah and so I think that that's why it's so important to have that reliance on the truth because I do not know the truth mm-hmm. my human flesh is not capable of knowing of truth Yes, apart from the Holy Spirit, discerning like the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. is, because I feel like why would we not trust God? He knows past, present, future. He knows the situation on a complete global, just sovereign scale. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, why do I trust myself over Him? We do because I want the control. Yeah. Really Ooh, I cringe at myself when I say that, but it's the truth. But it's real. I, it's so much easier for me to trust myself because I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I can guess or I can determine my next step because I'm the one that's making it. It's so much easier. It's so much harder to put your faith in a next step that you don't know mm-hmm. what God's doing. You're so. right. But that's yeah. That's the that's a little bit on the Holy Spirit. I know we didn't get into the full you know the full Trinity. But there's so much, um, if you have not read Francis Chan's The Forgotten God. I have not read it yet. It's so good. It talks all about the Holy Spirit and really gave me new perspective, which we, both of us love Francis Chan. Oh, absolutely. Um, so definitely recommend recommend that book. Um, but I hope that you'll, that you'll take time, not just taking our word for it, but diving into the scriptures yourself this week and asking God to reveal how can I learn more about the character of Holy of your Holy Spirit? Yes. Um, so I can recognize and the voice 
Holy Spirit, when, you know, sometimes it feels like that conscious, but you know, one of the things that you can always know when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you is it goes against your flesh. Mm. Your flesh will not go against your flesh, but the Holy Spirit don't mind. Yeah. And then also, I love the verse that says, my sheep know my voice. And so Mm -hmm. just staying in communion with God, getting in his word, you're going to get to know his his character. And so, y'all, we don't have it all together. You can ask Liz. I have so many questions about decisions in life, but it's literally just one day at a time. And and something we say all the time is open hands. I'm open to receive what God has for me, and I'm Mm -hmm. open to let go of what he doesn't. But you have to make room because God's not going to come where he's not welcome. Yep. Girl, that's it. That's That's good. That's a wrap. Praise God. We're so glad that you guys have joined us again. We're, we apologize in advance for getting this episode out um, a day late, but um, please know that we uh, are, we're working hard to get some content out for you. We just gave you a little preview into what we have coming up in the next couple of weeks, but um, we are so thankful for each and every one of you. Please be sure to rate and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. But also, if you're checking out this podcast episode, please share with us on Instagram or on Facebook. We'd love to share yes. your post. Um, we're so thankful. If there's topics that you have or prayer requests that you have, please DM us. Um, we'd love to pray with you on those things. And we'd love to meet you where you're at because we're just two 20-something-year-old best friends that are just trying to grow our faith. So we're all in this together. We don't have all the answers, but we can look them up. Amen. And then we can ask the Holy Spirit to help us. Sure can. Won't he do it? Amen to that. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we'll see you right back here next week. Bye guys. Have a great week. That's it for today, fam. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to visit us on Instagram at Chosen Girls Movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources. And meet us back here next Tuesday.